0: Well, welcome to the latest ASA podcast with me, Dr. Chris Keel. Don't you just love these? So we end up with questions some weeks and other questions or other weeks. I'm allowed to just talk about whatever is on my mind and that's this week. So inflation, which is on everybody's mind and what is it we can expect going forward? How is the Fed going to react to this? How should we react to this, etc.? So Probably a little more complex and can be dealt with in a podcast, but we're going to give it a shot. The Fed has recently announced that it's going to be speeding up its reaction just a bit. Uh, Jerome Powell stated that they're looking at a half point increase the next time they meet and probably another half point increase in June, which is about a quarter point faster per rise than they had originally been talking about. After that, the consensus is that they'll go back to that quarter point pace, not wanting to push the economy too hard. The real issue is what is driving inflation, and it has been changing from month to month. Um, Last year, for example, a lot of the inflation that we saw was traditional. It was the money supply. There was an awful lot of money in circulation, and I've talked about this before. In 19, or 19, in 2020, we were saving at an alarming rate because we had a lot of the stimulus money to work with. Americans were saving around a 38% rate when normally we save at around a 6% rate. That money came cascading into the economy in 2021 and drove prices a little bit higher because the consumer was essentially ignoring inflation. They had money, so even as they were seeing higher prices, they went ahead and paid for it anyway. That's the kind of inflation the Fed can ultimately deal with, and they deal with it in a fairly brutal way. I mean, what it comes down to is you're trying to get to a point where consumers can't afford the inflation, therefore they stop buying. And the producer then has to realize that they're not in a position to raise prices anymore because there's consumer resistance you will start to see that first with things that are essentially little luxuries. And we're seeing that now people are backing out of streaming services. They're not buying as much Starbucks coffee. They're just not doing the discretionary spending that they would have a few months ago, because now they have to make a choice. They've had their necessities go up in price. And so they have to respond by reducing what they spend on non necessities. So you're beginning to see that shift away from being totally energy-driven to being consumer price-driven, and that's the kind of thing that the Fed ultimately can respond to with these rates. That's why you're seeing the rates start to go up a little bit more aggressive. But still, the number one driver for inflation is energy, the fact that we're looking at Like in Europe, it's been a 600% increase in the cost of natural gas. We've seen almost a 33-34% increase in the price of fuel in general in the United States. And that is the kind of thing that accelerates inflation. And unfortunately, it's the kind of inflation the Fed can't affect they really can't do much about commodity prices. That's kind of out of their out of their ballpark. They don't have the right tools for that. That leaves the third driver, which is the one that is beginning to create the most um, discussion, and that's wages and the whole employment issue. As wages go up, they don't come down the way commodities do. You guys are all familiar with the commodity game. They go up, they go down. It looks like an EKG. I mean, it's just supply and demand. It's been doing this for years. Once wages go up, they don't come down because it's very hard to turn to a worker and say, yeah, well, we don't need to pay you as much anymore, so we're going to cut your wages. That is what's bothering people when it comes to inflation later. But there's a little bit of a of a caveat to build into all this. As the producers begin to run into consumer resistance, they are going to be prohibited essentially from catching up with their inflation by raising prices. That will mean that they have to cut costs. So what's gonna start happening at some point, maybe even yet this year, is that companies are gonna look at their own situation and say, okay, what can we cut to deal with the inflation that we're having to deal with. We're paying more for raw materials, we're paying more for commodities, we're paying higher wages. We can't raise our prices to cope with all this, so what are we gonna cut? The very first thing they cut is labor. There's gonna be a point at which companies are saying, we cannot afford to pay people that much anymore, we're gonna start cutting staff. We are going to close down parts of the operation that aren't profitable. We're going to do whatever we can to reduce costs. That begins to then push on certain sectors of the labor economy because those companies that are selling those little luxuries are going to be the ones that are going to have to cut staff. Ultimately, this begins to address some of the labor shortage because you're going to have people that are being laid off from certain professions and will be looking for work in other professions, but it's not necessarily quick. We're probably looking at some of this wage response end of this year, beginning of 2023. But that's something to to keep in mind down the road, that at the moment, the wage earner has all the leverage. The worker is in short supply, they know they're in short supply, they're demanding more and more money. When that switches, it switches fast and all of a sudden you have a lot of workers who are like, oh my, I thought I had all kinds of leverage. Well, you did until these companies had to start cutting costs. And given that labor is often at the very top of the list of costs, that's when the layoffs start. So there you go. A little bit of a primer on inflation certainly doesn't answer all the questions. And this won't be the last time we talk about it. I can assure you of that. It's going to be something that is going to continue to be at the top of the list for months to come, if not years. Thanks very much. And we'll do another podcast next week.